Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted to sample the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to heal and get better in all areas of life. And I want to do it with you. Welcome to Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, where we improve and heal all parts of our lives, most importantly, our health. Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, your life improvement series starts now. Hey friends, we're back with part two of my conversation with Jim Quick. As I said yesterday, today we're chatting about speed reading, which I am so inspired and excited to do and learn uh, brain fog versus dementia and Alzheimer's and kind of distinguishing a little more clearly what might be going on and brain food, the foods that are really helpful for our brains that we should be incorporating into our diet and so much more. Here is my conversation with Jim. Um, You talked about the diet for the brain. And Mm -hmm. when I was reading the book, I was like, oh, check. I'm doing most of these. I haven't done the sardines yet. I've got to get those in. But will you go over the things that we need to be eating to make sure our brains are getting the nutrition they need. Yeah. So we, uh, in one episode in the previous, I'm sure you could link to it um, in, in, the sh- in the show notes from our, one of our conversations, I talked about some of my favorite brain foods because mm-hmm. what you eat matters, especially for your gray matter. Uh, the whole area of science we talk about in the new book called Neuronutrition that your brain is only 2% of your body mass, but it requires 20% of the nutrients. And some of those nutrients are different than the rest of your body for your brain specifically. Some of my favorite brain foods, I think last time we put it on our bodies, we put like avocados on our head because mm-hmm. the monounsaturated fat's really good for your brain. The, we had blueberries coming out of our nose as, as a little memory aid. I call them brain berries, but those antioxidants uh, are very neuroprotective. Broccoli is full of something called sulforaphane, which is very neuroprotective, um, especially if you sprout broccoli, it gets magnitudes more sulforaphane. Olive oil, you know, you know you're very familiar with the, the Mediterranean diet. It's mm-hmm. good for the brain. If people's diets allow eggs, the choline in eggs is very good for cognitive health. Choline leads to uh, acetylcholine, which is a neurotransmitter, which helps with cognitive health and cognitive performance. And so there's, there's a lot of good foods there. I, in the new book, for the first time in 32 years, I talk about brain supplementation and specifically nootropics, which are kind of like the their supplements that are will 
enhance your focus, your memory, your mental energy for people that struggle with a little bit of uh, mental fatigue and also change can enhance your mood. Uh, some of my favorites, and I always prefer people get it from food because that that's just my perspective and everyone's a little different. I think the most important things to supplement with nowadays are omega-3s, your DHAs, because your brain is mostly fat. And so even potentially with children, but again, talk to your nutritionist or your functional medicine doctor and you could have a, a you know, a nutrient profile test and a food sensitivity test as even children or could be a not be able to process like kale or something like that because everyone's a little bio-individual. Um, they also have these uh, microbiome tests where you, you know, you could live based on saliva that you could take and kind of show you like if you're allergic to chicken or certain foods um, because everyone's bio-individual. But that being said, if you're not getting the choline from eggs, you might want to supplement with that choline. If you're not getting, if you're not eating a lot of broccoli, you might want to supplement with sulforaphane. Uh, if you're not eating red meat, you know one of the one of the key ingredients in red meat is creatine, which we know as a workout supplement that people uh, oh, use to build that. muscle mass. Incredible for brain health. It is one of the most researched nutrients um, for for energy metabolism, and so uh, it helps with cognitive function, especially tasks that require your short term memory. Mm -hmm. So creatine is very inexpensive, and you get a bucket of it for very very little on on Amazon. Uh, standard dose is probably about five five grams per day. But again, talk to a nutritionist. But it helps with uh, your mitochondria. It helps with your uh, your ATP, your air energy center. Um, I'm one of the brain foods we talked about before was turmeric mm -hmm. and the active ingredient in turmeric, that kind of golden spice is curcumin and it has very potent anti-inflammatory and antioxidant benefits. It actually could cross the blood brain barrier has been shown to improve cognitive function, especially in patients, uh, with Alzheimer's disease, um, and I, I lost my grandmother to Alzheimer's. That's what we donate 100% of the proceeds to Limitless Expanded to um, Alzheimer's Research for Women. In memory of my grandmother, women are twice as likely to experience Alzheimer's than men. Um, and also to build schools for girls and boys. In the last book, uh, we added over a million copies sold and built schools in Ghana, Guatemala, Kenya. Wow. But um, another, another interesting nootropic that we hear a lot more about of recent is lion's mane mushroom. Mm -hmm. It's a unique nootropic. It's um, it has very strong neuroprotective effects. It's been shown to stimulate the synthesis of something called nerve growth factor, and uh, it also could enhance your cognition, reducing inflammation, promoting overall overall brain health. Obviously, a lot of people are very familiar with caffeine. That's probably mm -hmm. the most most used. Um, but if you pair it with L-theanine, which is a supplement, it's often found in green tea. You could usually get the the energy without the jittery. I'm very sensitive to caffeine. Not everybody is. Some people could have like espresso before they go to bed. I, I'm not one of those people, but um, it helps to um, with the jittery effects of caffeine. And when you when you combine the two, caffeine and L-theanine, it could um, actually improve your reaction time, your memory, your mental endurance. Um, so in, in the book, we talk about three dozen different brain supplements that all have human studies and I reference them all. And I'm not recommending at all people take them all, but things like uh, things we've heard about through ancient wisdom, uh, Chinese medicine, like ginkgo biloba, right? So it's, uh, 
it's a herb that helps with blood flow circulation, you know, in the brain, and it could help protect your brain from uh, neuronal damage. And so there, there's so many different things that could give you an advantage. Yeah, as I know a, a lot of these pills or... have green tea extract in them too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, L-theanine is and caffeine is found in in green tea, and that's kind of my I'm drinking it right now in my my brain mug is, is green tea. I just had my uh, my matcha green tea as well. So many, so many good things. So the choline, the omega three fatty acids, your B vitamins, and all these you could have tested, especially your D, your vitamin D levels mm-hmm. is so very important, not just for your immune system, but for your cognitive health. Magnesium is literally responsible for hundreds of physiological processes. And, uh, but we're not always getting all this from the current diet. You know, the soil is, you hear is often depleted. And so, but people could test for themselves and, you know, let, yeah. let, let us know, but definitely talk to your well-trained pro- medical professional or your dietitian, your nutritionist. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but It's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way. 
T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the way. T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. What do you advise? Or here's my question. So, for example, my dad keeps coming to me. Maria, I can't remember anything. I, I know the word in Greek and I can't think of it. My dad, yeah. I have the same problem. I am having the same problems. I'm trying to comfort him because I think he's getting scared that maybe yeah. he's having, you know, some of the issues that you would expect at dementia and Alzheimer's or whatever. How does one tell the difference between brain fog yeah. and an impending diagnosis of one of those things? So, I mean, what, what compounds it is the worry because we associate brain aging to a loss of memory. And then we speak or extra sensitive. So our mindset makes a big difference. I just interviewed uh, Dr. Ellen Langer out of Harvard University. She runs uh, psychology there. And she's very famous for doing a study called the counterclockwise study. And this was interesting. They took about eight gentlemen in their 70s and they put them, took them out of the, the senior center and put them into a like a monastery they, that they refitted as if it was 20 years earlier. And so they, the movies or the television or the newspapers, they were all in there from 20 years earlier. And they measured before they went in um, biomarkers in terms of their energy levels, uh, their strength, uh, how well they, they heard things, uh, how uh, their vision, they tested everything. And they had them in this, and they, they were only told the instructions, I want you to pretend and act as if it is 20 years earlier, right? And took all the mirrors out of the location so they couldn't see themselves. And the, the, the effect was remarkable. After just seven days, all these biomarkers were enhanced. They had greater levels of energy. They could see better, literally see better. Their memory was better. Their focus was better. They could, they had better hearing after just pretending for seven days. And it's, you know, it talks about the, the, the power of the placebo in terms of sometimes we're mindful, like, Hey, when we get older, certain things are going to slow down. We're going to lose certain cognitive activities or whatever. And we don't know how much of that is actually true. I mean, certainly that happens, but to the degree it happens, we're not really sure. And the power of the human mind to be able to affect because thoughts become things that all behavior is belief driven, uh, that if you feel like you, when you get old, you have to lose certain functionality and life force. Um, but I, I feel like the power of our belief and taking a sugar pill that says that, and you believe or the a doctor's prognosis, because there's difference between a diagnosis and a prognosis. Right. I mean, even why the reason I'm here, as you know, is 30 plus years ago. Let's see, I'm, I'm in my 50s. So 30 plus years ago, when I started teaching, one of my first students read 30 books in 30 days because, and I know how, because I taught her how to speed read. And that's a big part of this chapter of the, of in my book, on how to read faster. But I want to know why. And I found out her mother was diagnosed with terminal cancer, given a couple months to live. And the books she was reading were books to save her mom's life. And so that was the prognosis, right? The diagnosis was, was this form of cancer, but the prognosis was a doctor saying you have two months. And when somebody in a white lab coat says these kind of things, it affects our mindset, our, our assumptions and attitudes about something. 
And so, but we don't know because you know what they don't do, Maria? They don't study the outliers. And that's what I'm obsessed with. Me too. Spontaneous people that spontaneous remissions and spontaneous healings, you know, scientists kind of look at those data points and say, okay, that's not the norm. So we're going to just remove them from this study and focus on the pathology and what the average person, you know, could create or whatever. And I feel like uh, mindset plays a, a big role. So I would first say, if we feel like memory is declined, you know, do a little mental check-in, you know, with our mindset, because I think when people are more optimistic and hopeful that they're going to act more accordingly, because all behavior is belief driven. Now, that being said, when I lost my grandmother, I was seven years old, you know, it's two years after my brain injury. And it was tough because my parents, uh, immigrants, right? Had many jobs. And so my grandmother was taking care of me. And so when she started calling me by my father's name or repeat something she, she just said 30 seconds ago, I was very confused as a child. Um, memory, memory forgetfulness is normal, right? So I, I, I don't want people to think like if they can't remember where they put the car or their keys that it's, it, it means it's this. I'd be more concerned if we feel lost track of who they are procedural things like how to operate something like uh, they forget how to a car works or something to that degree there's certainly tests and uh, you know our mutual friend dr daniel amen does uh, spec scans and 200 he's done you know over a quarter million of them and actually could look at the human brain um i'm not an expert on alzheimer's but our book you know i speak at the cleveland clinic pretty regularly the center for brain health and the top alzheimer's doctor dr rudy tanzi they both you know both the cleveland clinic and him they they endorse this this book that we're talking about so i want to be very validated by science and i also know that it we have more control than we think that about one third of our brain performance and health is predetermined by genetics or biology, but two thirds is in our control. Like if we're not sleeping, that that's an issue. If we are, if we have chronic stress that actually shrinks the human brain. So I like to control the controllables. Now, some people believe with epigenetics that we have hundred percent control over how like that Alzheimer's is kind of like genetics loads the gun. If you have certain markers, right. In your DNA, but your lifestyle is what kind of triggers that gun. And so doing the right things, you know, for the right reasons, I, I think are very important. Everything from your, I always tell people meds. The M is meditation, right? You disconnect to reconnect. The E is exercise because movement is very key for your brain. When you exercise, you create brain derived neurotropic factors, BDNF, which is like fertilizer for your brain at any age or stage in life. When you exercise, you also create dopamine, serotonin, endorphins, and these neurotransmitters that are so key for for, for mental performance and cognitive health. Um, and also when you exercise, you lower systemic inflammation. I mean, there's so many benefits. Uh, you also, uh, it's also helpful for your insulin resistance, your glucose sensitivity also as well, exercise. So there's so many, so that's the E, so it's meds. <laughs> Meditation, E is exercise, D is diet. We talked about some of the best brain foods. Uh, S is sleep, right? And if you wanna add two more letters, RX, the R is relationships. We know most of the longevity studies and happiness studies, it's 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 being having connection because loneliness and isolation uh, is obviously a big mental health I- issue for a lot of people. And then finally, the X are all the just all that biohacking stuff, take cold plunges and saunas and and all that extra stuff that people could do. But um, you know, there's there, it's not just one thing. Everyone wants to like, what pill do I take? There's no pill, mm-hmm. but th- there's certainly a process, you know, well documented by 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 science and research. 
I'm sure you've heard about probiotics. We recently partnered with Just Thrive. Tina Anderson is the mastermind behind this extraordinary product. Why do we need a probiotic? The world we're living is so disruptive to our gut health, from antibiotics that we take, from Roundup that's sprayed out over our food supply, to stress. We see symptoms like gas and bloating, diarrhea, constipation, skin rashes, autoimmune issues and allergies, mood disorders, so anxiety, depression, all of those types of issues are stemming from our imbalance in our gut. And the thing about Just Thrive Probiotic is you don't have to refrigerate it. To be a probiotic, it needs to be alive in your intestines, not alive in the refrigerator. And most of those probiotics in the refrigerator actually don't make it to the intestines alive, which is the goal. If we couple the Just Thrive probiotic and the Just Calm, what do we get? We know the probiotic alone is helping with the leakiness of the gut and helping all other types of things in our, with our overall health. But we know now when we add the Just Calm, it's helping with our mood. Guys, Just Thrive is a game changer. If you're ready to take control of constipation, bloat, and stress and live your healthiest life yet, you can get 20% off your first 90-day bottle of Just Calm and Just Thrive probiotic today. Just visit justthrivehealth.com and use the promo code HEALSQUAD. You won't regret it. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Hey, Heal Squad, we have been on quite the journey together and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. Kelsey is so great at making sure she responds to all of you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as 10 $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much. And we love doing this thing called life with you. Yeah. I, I love what you were saying. The things become thoughts become things and that we do have a lot of control over it because that's why I'm so obsessed with what I do here with this show. It's really sharing with people. For me, one of my messages is don't be so committed to the diagnosis, be committed to possibility because those white lab coats, like you said, are amazing at some things, but they're very structured and they have a very specific blinders kind of point of view. And yes, they're not studying the outliers who are figuring it out because they're handcuffed. They can't take what Jim Quick did to figure out his cancer 
and apply right. to their cl- other patients because they could get sued. So they never mm-hmm. asked me what we were doing with my mom and having so much success because until the heads of the hospitals make decisions and say, okay, we'll allow marijuana use or we'll allow this, they can't even offer it. So why bother? Why waste your time? Why waste your breath? Um, but and there's not a lot of money in like, oh, get better night's sleep, you know, or take 20 minutes to have some downtime and meditate, right? Um, but it's, it's, it's definitely a systemic issue. You know, I think the nature of your work and my work is really about transformation. It's about agency, realizing that we're not giving the power out. You know, we could have coaches and great advisors that could give recommendations, but, you know, we and only we are, are in control in terms of uh, personally responsible. And having that extreme ownership, I think, is very important because when you have agency, you don't feel like you're at the effect. You know, there's always something that at least you could you could do. You could always control your mindset, your motivation, the methods that's going to move you forward. I always, three H's. You could always control your head, your heart, and your hands. You know, when they're in alignment, you become definitely more limitless. I love that. Uh, you talked about speed reading earlier, yeah. and I'm fascinated by it. How long does it take if you worked with one of your coaches? Mm-hmm. How long does it take to actually get there? I know it's individual, probably, yeah. but what's what's the kind of timeline? Yeah, so it's so important. I think reading is to your mind, but exercise is to your body. And so just that's, for me, that's the number one brain training. If you want to keep your brain mentally fit, it's use it or lose it. And so reading is, is if somebody has decades of experience, like many of, of you know, uh, individuals, yourself and your guests, and they put into a book, somebody can sit down and read that book in a few days. They could download decades of wisdom in days. What, what an incredible advantage that is in a world that's just going, you know, a million miles an hour. And I so about it like that. I love that. Yeah. But so many people, Maria, they, they buy books and they sit on the shelf unread. And it becomes shelf help, not self help, right? And <laughs> and but the thing is with reading, we could read so much more, not just faster, like frantic fast. Nobody wants that, but actually smarter. You can get more out of even if you're going to read it slow. You can get more out of it. You can understand more. You can retain more. You could focus better. If anyone has the experience of reading a page in a book, getting to the end, and they just forgot what they just read, how embarrassing! And they go back, reread it, still don't know what they just read. Mm-hmm. There are two things I could give people, you know, as as a and we do go a lot more in, in Limitless Expanded. But one thing is first, just check your current reading rate. And how I mean by that is set up your phone, pick up a book that you're reading, put a mark in the margin where you're left off and set your phone to go off in you know, a timer of 60 seconds. And then read how you normally read. When the timer goes off, put a mark in the margin and just count the number of lines that you just read. And that'll give you a base rate because you don't know if something's working unless you can measure it, right? Mm-hmm. Then I would, I would say is pick up where you left off and just do one thing different. Just underline wor- the words with your finger. You don't have to touch the screen if you're on a device or you're the page in a book, but just underline left to right column what you're reading and just follow your, the, your eyes, just follow your finger as you're reading. And then do that for 60 seconds, count the number of lines. And that second time you did it for most people will be 25 to 50% faster. Now, is that the because reason, you don't have to look at a whole page and isolate with your brain? You, you're helping yeah. your brain with the finger? What it's doing, it's overcoming a bad habit that we picked up when we were kids. Because reading is a skill. 
you know, a, a child's not born and then just started reading magazines in the hospital, right? It's something that we were taught. And so the challenge is, when was the last time we upgraded that skill? How old were we the last time we took a reading class? We were six, seven years old. Mm -hmm. So the difficulty and demand has increased tremendously, but how we read something is to the last time we were trained, right? And so the challenge is that information anxiety comes from, uh, and by the way, when we're stressed and you feel like you're drowning in information and you want to catch up, keep up and get ahead, but that anxiety, they call it information fatigue syndrome because everything is a syndrome nowadays, higher blood pressure, a compression of leisure time, more sleeplessness, right? Um, you could just upgrade those skills and close that gap. And so how one of the ways you could do it is use your finger while you read. Now, it doesn't have to be your finger. It could be a pen, a highlighter, a mouse on a computer. But what it allows you to do is to focus because a bad habit we all have is something called regression. Regression is, have you ever found yourself, Maria, like rereading words, or maybe you reread the whole line again? And so upwards of 25% of our time is just spent back skipping yep. because yep. our eyes are, and our reading ability hasn't been trained. And so when you're, when you're underlining the words, it helps you to focus because our eyes are attracted to motion, right? If something in the studio ran across, you wouldn't look at me, you would look at whatever's moving because that's your survival. Right. And the other thing is, it's interesting, kids will naturally use their finger to help them to focus until we tell them not to use their finger. Adults will use it too. Like when nobody used their finger the first 60 seconds, but when I ask you to count the number of lines you just read, what do, what, what do adults do? They use their finger, one, two, three, to help them to focus. Yeah. So why wouldn't we use that to help us to focus while we read? And then the other reason why is certain senses work very closely together in our nervous system. Like, have you ever tasted something like right off the vine or right from the farmer's market? Not something that's been sprayed and waxed in a grocery store, but like a great tasting peach. In actuality, we're not tasting the peach. Our tongue's not capable of tasting what a peach tastes like. What we're doing is we're smelling the peach. But our sense of smell and taste are so closely linked in our nervous system, our mind doesn't know the difference. It knows the difference when we're sick. If our nose is congested, what is food? What does some foods taste like? Like bland, bland right? Yeah. Just sent like our sense of sight. I mean, our sense of smell and taste are clean, closely linked. So is our sense of sight and our sense of touch has the same kind of connection. So when people use their finger while they read, they'll literally say to me, Jim, I don't know what it is. I just, yeah, I'm reading faster, but I also feel more in touch with my reading, right? In fact, if people lose their sense of sight, how would they read? Through touch, through right? Braille, through Braille. Yeah. And so that that's the power. So I would say, the beginning stages of speed reading is just learning to follow your finger across the page. And then I would say for better comprehension, ask more questions, meaning part of our brain, most of our brain is just deleting information because it's useless. And if we let everything in, we would be overloaded. We would go insane because there's millions of things we could focus on. What we decide to let in, there's kind of a gatekeeper called your reticular activating system, RAS. And like your name is highly wired into your RAS. So when if you're out and about, and even not in your home city, and somebody yells out, Maria, like you would look because you, that's probably one of the first words you heard right? Or learn how to write and think about the love and encouragement behind your name. That's why we teach people how to remember names, right? Because it's it's important because how are you going to show you're going to care for their business, their future, their health, whatever you have to offer, if you don't care enough just to remember them. But going back to your reticular activating system, the other thing that engages it is questions. 
You know, the story I, I mentioned in the book is years and years ago, my younger sister would send me postcards and emails of a very specific breed of dog, uh, a pug dog. And I didn't know why. And she kept on sending it to me. And my question was, why does she keep sending me these pug dogs? But the interesting thing happened was I started seeing these pug dogs everywhere. And I realized that her birthday was coming up and she's a good marketer. <laughs> she's <laughs> seeing her birthday gift, right? But like I'd be at the health food store and the person in front of me would be carrying a pug dog, you know, waiting to check out, or I'd be running in my neighborhood. And I swear there was this guy walking six pug dogs that day. And my question for all the listeners is, did those pug dogs just teleport and magically manifest into my neighborhood? No, they were always in my neighborhood, but I, I was deleting it because it wasn't important to me until I started asking questions. And I started seeing the pug dogs everywhere. Oh kind of like you buy God. that outfit or that you buy that car, that outfit, and you start seeing that everywhere. And my, my, how I relate this back to reading is a lot of people will read something and forget what they read because they don't have questions. And questions act like a magnet. So when you're reading and you have questions about what you're reading, then you say, oh, there's a pug dog, there's a pug dog, there's a pug dog, right? That's your comprehension. And so questions help you to focus and the focus gives you the comprehension, just like your finger helps you to focus and the focus gives you better understanding of what you read and better retention of what you read. So if you want greater speed, use your finger while you read. If you want greater comprehension, ask better questions. Wow. So when you're reading on a plane, Jim, are you using yeah. your finger or are you just so over that yeah now. i will i mean I, I i read fast and you know and how long does it take for four and a half years i read a, a book a day and i could do it in like an hour or so and because i think leaders are readers if people have seen you know we're connected on social media if they see me with oprah or elon or whoever people always ask how we bonded we bonded over books mm -hmm. right because the best of the best even warren buffett reads 500 pages a day because knowledge today is not only power knowledge knowledge is profit and the faster you can learn the faster you can earn right all the wisdom that people get from listening to your show i mean this these kind of conversations that you have with your guests they can learn some more there than sometimes they can in like you know, useful information in your podcast than they will in just going to school because you make it incredibly relevant and rewarding for them. And so what I would say is, while I read very fast, I, I don't read any faster after the first 30, 60 days of practice, because once you know how to type, you don't, you, you don't go back to using two fingers, right? Once you know how to drive a car, you, you know how to drive a car, tie your shoes. And so reading is a skill. And once you've acquired that skill, we and we have a lot of data. We have the largest speed reading program course in the world. We have students in 195 nations. And so we have a lot of data. And we also find that the fast pe the faster people read, they actually understand more. Because people would think if you read faster, they would understand less. But in actuality, it's because if you're going slow and you're reading this, your super brain, right? This incredible supercomputer you have, and you're feeding it one word at, uh, I can't talk that slow because I'm from New York. <laughs> but if you, but, but what would your listeners naturally do if we had talked that slowly? They would fall think about asleep. other things. They would fall asleep. But that that's what people do when they read, though. They think about other things. They fall asleep because they're reading too slow. It's like driving too slow. If you go really slow when you're driving, you're in your neighborhood, you're not really focused on driving. You're not even focused on where you're going because have you ever ended up where you end up and you didn't remember the drive there, right? What are we doing? We're talking on the phone, we're drinking our coffee, we're doing, we're thinking about the dry cleaning, five different things when you're going slow. But if you're reading faster, let's say, let's say someone's racing a car, they're going 180 miles an hour, they're an F1, they're taking hairpin turns. Are they thinking about the dry cleaning? Are they trying to text or check makeup or 
No, they're focused on what's in front of them and they're focused on the act of driving. And that's similar to reading. And it's not frantic fast because you would never read any faster than you can understand something, right? But it, there's a lot of inefficiencies in our reading. And the, the average person, this is where it really lands. The average person reads four or five hours a day. I mean, you think about your work or your research or emails or books or media or whatever you have to prep for a podcast. If you could just double your reading speed, go from four hours to two hours, two hours a day over the course of a year is an immense amount of time. Even one hour a day over the course of a year is 365 hours. I mean, how many 40-hour work weeks? That's nine weeks. Two months of productivity you get back just saving an hour a day. And you can easily do that just using your finger while you read. And you get two months back, you know, every year in, in your life. And, well, you know, what can you use that for? I mean, it, it's amazing. Wow. So how long are you saying is your course? So it's 21 days. It's called quick reading. And it's not just speed reading. The average increase is 300%. So if people start out at 200 words a minute, they're finishing at 600 words a minute. But we test, you know, each session. It's only 15 minutes of practice a day. And but they have under, better understanding when their comprehension. And that that's really the focus. Half of it is on the speed, but the other half is on on smart reading. And so people can find it just you could I'm, I'm easy to find you can find jimquick.com yeah. or something like that no, if people actually go on our instagram i put a link i'll put a link in the instagram where i'll give everyone a one hour master class and i'll actually do it with people um they just bring a book online they can sign up for it and they could go through it and they'll double the reading speed i mean it is like the biggest game changer you read books on parenting or money or wellness and uh get through all that People are really good at buying books, Maria, but the same skill it takes to buy a book is not the same skill it takes to read that book. Yeah, <laughs> and wow. so I think uh, yeah, I'm reading. I'm really interested in this because I I also am thinking about my daughter yeah. and being able to teach her properly how to read from go and what an advantage that will be. It, it, it's huge. So using your finger while they read is so important. So I'll use it. Like I'll read fast without it, but I'll always read faster if I have a pacer and to help me to to go through it. The other thing I would say is the other challenge, which you can't fix with a tip, it only happens over that 21, 30 days of practice. The big kind of villain is sub-vocalization. So sub-vocalization is that inner voice we have inside our head when we read. You ever notice when you're reading, you hear that voice reading along with you inside Mm -hmm. your head? Hopefully it's your own voice. It's not like somebody else's voice. Sometimes when I read someone's book and I know their voice, I hear them saying it. So that sub-vocalization is hearing the voice inside your head, their voice or your voice. The reason why it's a challenge is because if you have to say all the words in order to understand them, you can only read as fast as you could speak. That's why the average reading speed is only 250 words a minute, because that's the average talking speed. Now, a lot of people will listen to audiobooks or podcasts at higher rates, right? At 1.5 or 2x, and they can understand it that fast. That's why they have that function, but nobody could speak that fast, right? And now the question becomes, do you have to say words in order to understand them, words you've seen, like New York City? Do you have to say that and pronounce that to yourself out loud or inside? No, because you've seen that those words computer thousands of times. So they're, they're what they call sight words. It's like when you see a stop sign, you don't say to yourself, stop, but you understand and comprehend exactly what that means, right? So 95% of the words you encounter 
when you're reading are those sight words that you don't have to know by sound because you know them by sight. Even fast readers, natural fast readers, they didn't subvocalize. They subvocalized very little. Like jo- President John F. Kennedy was a very fast reader. He would bring people like you know reading coaches, speed reading coaches like myself into the White House to train leadership right? Because he knew the power of reading. But the reason he's on record as having one of the fastest speeches in American history, let's say about 300 words per minute around there. So, but he could read at 800 to like 1200 words per minute. But that means there's like, I don't know, 900 words per minute he's not pronouncing. He was said to have read six newspapers every morning with his cup of coffee. For most people, it would be the opposite. They would need like six cups of coffee to get through a paper, right? But it's it's a subvocalization. So in the training, it's it's not a tip. There's a difference between getting a tip from a short conversation and actually, you know, skill acquisition. But you could actually reduce. You always say words that you never said, be- seen before. But like think about all the, even punctuation. You don't say like comma, question mark, exclamation mark. You, you know what they mean though, semicolon. You don't say it though, but same as the words the and there because as I mean these are all filler words right so you don't have to pronounce it and it's a different way of learning it's just like back in school I mentioned I had a brain injury and I was labeled broken you know all the kids would tease me saying I'm the boy with the broken brain but the one class I was good at in middle school was typing because I mentioned my grandmother helped raise me and she had this rusty dusty typewriter and I didn't have any toys and that's what I would play with. And I did the two finger technique. So the first week in school, they my they had a leaderboard and I was the fastest typer because they didn't teach us yet. And then the second week, the teacher was like, okay, I'm gonna teach you how to type using your home keys and all 10 fingers. And I tried it, Maria. And then what happened to my typing speed? It went down dramatically. So. You know, as a middle school, I was just went back to my two finger method that was working so well. But a funny thing happened over the next few weeks. I went from number one to number two to number five to numbers eight to number 13, all the way to the bottom because I was sticking with a method that was two fingers. And it took me all this time to realize as everyone else improved with using all their fingers, I was like, that's not fair. They're using 10 times more, I mean, five times more fingers than I am. So it's going to be easier. So it's, it takes a step backwards sometimes to learn a new strategy, but then once you have it, you can't go back to the original way you were learning it because it just, it just won't get the same kind of results. I am so inspired. Do you guys have classes for kids? We do. We have something called Quick Student. It's one of the most successful study programs out there for, for kids. And uh, we started at age 10 and we have different stages um, for different grades but it shows them the skills that we aren't taught in school. Mm. They're not taught speed reading in school. There's not even a memory class in school. Like going to your kids and saying, study this or focus or remember this is like going to a child and say, play the didgeridoo or the ukulele. And they've never taken a class on how to do that, yeah. right? Yeah. School is teaches you what to learn, math and history and science, some Spanish, but there's zero classes on how to learn those things. There's no class called concentration or problem solving or you know, reading faster, memory, and then understanding their brain types is so amazing because all kids learn differently, right? And so it's nice to, to, to use strategies based on their own strengths and, and traits. And so 
No, we, we, we have, we have, we have all this available. My, my mission really is, you know, is to build better, brighter brains. No, no brain left behind. And I think with the new book, Limitless Expanded, with the brain types, with, uh, you know, certain nutri- neuro nutrition, with, uh, we have a whole new chapter in there on learning agility at work. You know, if someone's physically agile, they're quick and they're, they adjust and adapt. Well, you could also, you know, physically, you could also be that more mentally. We have all new chapters. It's all about momentum. Like how how do you create positive momentum in the new year for yourself? And one of the things was like AI, you know, how do you use AI, which is a very scary subject for Mm -hmm. people to enhance your HI, your, your human intelligence. And for me, it's not even about artificial intelligence. It's about augmented. It's like, it's how do you support, use technology like we're using now to support our growth, you know, and our impact. And there are wonderful ways to use it. Even something simple, like I mentioned neuroplasticity a couple of times, people could go into an AI you know, chat GPT or something and say, Hey, explain to me neuroplasticity as if I am eight years old and turn it into a story. And you'll be surprised what comes out. And you're like, Oh, I understand this. Right. Or, (laughs) Or we have a podcast and sometimes we have authors on our podcast. It's kind of a quick 20 minute show. And maybe I don't get the book in time to read it because I like to read all the books of guests. And and I don't like to read on digital because I just I just I don't, I don't need honestly another reason I to be can't on the screen either. I know I'm the same way. I just love like phys- I like touching physical books. I need the physical book, but also you make a great point. I don't want to be on digital devices any more than I already have to. Yeah, ex- exactly. And sometimes I don't get the book in so time. So thank you for shipping, sending it. But- <laughs> yes. <laughs> But, but what I'll do is I'll go into an AI program and say, hey, summarize this book for me because I didn't get a chance to read it yet and it'll give me the highlights. Or if I'm interviewing a specific guest, I'll say like, hey, what are some thoughtful questions I could ask that they haven't been asked before that my audience of brain enthusiasts, learning lifelong learners would really appreciate? And then it'll come out with like 10 questions and I don't have to use it verbatim. I just use it as inspiration to to spark some some other something else but everything we talk about like memory palaces that we talked about in previous episode or mind mapping you could go into ai and say hey i want to learn this subject can you mind map this for me or create a mind palace for me so i could easily remember it right and so ai um you know i don't think it's going to replace jobs as much as people who use it will have a very clear advantage over people who, who don't use it i'm really glad that you said that because the way you just described all of it, AI is very scary to me. Um, and I know it's scary to everyone, which is why I wanted to talk to you about it. But what you just described is like the digital calculator to me. Yeah. Right? We got a digital calculator. And it's like, oh, no one's going to do math anymore. No, I mean, mm-hmm. but it's helping us do things quicker. And yes, maybe people aren't balancing their checkbooks as well. Who cares at this point? Yeah, and at this point, and then and we (laughs) built like for us in our programs, we built like a a quick bot, like a gym bot, where we fed it all of our content, all of our courses, and so twenty four seven, if people in the in our community, you know, globally have questions and they want access to me, that's kind of hard, right? But they could go into this little bot and they could say, "Hey, my kids have to memorize the periodic table." How, how, how Jim can you, you know, would you recommend doing it? And it'll take our content and it'll extrapolate it and give you a really good foundation on how to do it. And I just feel like, or, Hey, I have to give a TEDx talk or, a, you know, how, or I have to give this toast. And these are the kind of things I want to remember. How can I use one of Jim's, you know, one of your techniques to easily remember it? Because I don't want to spend five hours preparing some really nervous as it is. Right. Oh, wow. I love all these little 
gems for AI. <laughs> Guys, I hope you're taking notes in the booth. We, um, we're upgrading our website, healsquad.com, so that we can help people access the info they want fast. Mm -hmm. Because on Apple Podcasts, there's no searchability. You can't yeah. search brain episodes, cancer episodes. And so we're creating this these health journeys for people so they can just access the things they need because most people are coming and they're dealing with, you know, some kind of diagnosis, I think, and probably want that information first before they expand out to all the others. But maybe we need to be exploring a little chat GBT in there too to assist us. Yeah, our, our team is happy to help guide you on that. This is something that I feel like technology is is a tool for us to use and it can help enhance our education, our empowerment, and and so so much more. I think that's so great. Jim, you're amazing as always. Um, I know myself a lot better as a, a cheetah because mm -hmm. of you, and I will be upgrading my systems now so that I can have everybody take these uh, the little tests to see what they are. I know Kevin's a dolphin a billion percent. <laughs> um, and Natasha, I'm wondering, do you feel like you're more elephant? I did the test. I'm a cheetah. You're a cheetah too. Yeah. Interesting. Oh my and some God. people are primary and then they have a secondary right? They could be strong in two different things. And it, it's interesting. But again, I'm, I'm curious, like I would challenge everyone who's listening to go to mybrainanimal.com. There's nothing to buy or anything. You just take this four minute multiple choice, pick the answer that you resonate with the most, and then you'll get a detailed report. And you also get this AI art that we designed for each animal, and they could post it. And so I'm curious what your community of listeners are, they could post it, tag us both so we get to see it. Because um, I, I feel like it'd, it'd be interesting to see. Um, and then you'll is. get this. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's like like what Game of Thrones or Harry Potter character are you? I love it. Dwayne, what do you think you are just based on hearing everything? Um, I think I'm an owl. You're an owl? <laughs> and I also love owls. So it works out. <laughs> nice. There's one that who's outside my door, uh, my window every night. So That's me. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Jim, I am excited to meet your little guy at some point. Likewise. Um, I don't know if we're going to be out there anytime soon, but if you guys make it this way as a team, we have to connect. Um, I, I, I would look forward to it. I, I appreciate you so much and not only what you do, but but why you do it and thanks. so and the manner you do it. Thank you. I so appreciate that. And I am going to take this speed reading class. I've said it before, but um, I've had a lot of detours in life as you know that have had to take up my attention but january i'm going to set aside to take a speed reading class because i want to learn better and i know growing up with english being a second language i was always two to three years behind the other mm. kids in reading and comprehension and i love reading now i mean i always loved reading self-help books that was always my thing and because of this show i read a lot of books uh, a week, I feel like, but I'm doing it more. Is it cheetah style skimming, getting to the paragraph? Get, I go to the things that I'm interested in, and then yeah. I and I I'll I'll and then some books just captivate me completely, and I'll just finish them, of course. But um, 
but I want to really learn that skill so that I can bring in more knowledge because I also never thought about it the way you said. It's like you're compressing an entire person's journey into, they're compressing it into one book that then we can take and level up, you know, 10 years as well with just, you know, an hour or two of reading. And then again, for my baby, I want her to be able to learn properly from go. So thanks. That's amazing that I just got goosebumps when you said it. I call them truth bumps. So I I think you're on, you're, you're definitely on the right track. This is so exciting. Well, guys, the book again is called Limitless Expanded Edition. Upgrade your brain, learn anything faster and unlock your exceptional life. Jim Quick, we love you on the show always. Thank you for being here. And thank you for all the wonderful work you're doing. All of the, you know, these books, by the way, guys, I think I've said it before, they're a real labor of love. They are very challenging to do. And then to donate the incredible profits to all of these causes. Uh, you're a good man, Jim. We're, we're, we we appreciate it. I mean, we, we're, on a, we're on a mission for sure. I, I, I feel like also it's one of those things where there's a quote in Limitless that says, life is a letter C between B and D where B stands for birth, D is death, life C, choice. And, you know, our lives are the sum total of all the choices we made up to this point. And I believe that these difficult times, they can distract you. These difficult times can diminish you. Or these difficult times, they can develop you, right? We we ultimately decide. And I'm really excited because I believe if someone's still listening to this, that there's a version of you that you haven't met yet. And this person is patiently waiting. And I think we show up every single day ourselves and others until until we're introduced so um yeah thank you so much for for the again what you do and the manner you do it i want to thank everyone for listening and i'd love to connect it with everyone on social media or anywhere else and hopefully this isn't the end but just the beginning of something really special and let me know uh what what everyone thinks about the book and i want to know everyone's brain animal yes for sure tag him in your uh social post so we know the heel squad uh combination of animals um we'll put all the links to everything in the summary of this episode as well in the meantime friends be nice people make good choices and be present this podcast and all related content published or distributed by or on behalf of maria menounos or mariamenounos.com is for informational purposes only and may include information that is general in nature and that is not specific to you Any information or opinions expressed or contained herein are not intended to serve as or replace medical advice, nor to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any disease, condition, illness, or injury, and you should consult the healthcare professional of your choice regarding all matters concerning your health, including before beginning any exercise, weight loss, or healthcare program. If you have or suspect you may have a healthcare emergency, please contact a qualified healthcare professional for treatment. Any information or opinions provided by a guest expert or host featured within website or on company's podcast are their own, not those of Maria Menounos or the company. Accordingly, Maria Menounos and the company cannot be responsible for any results or consequences or actions you may take based on information or opinions.